You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a white belt who trains at Rising Tide Academy, located in Franksburg, Maryland. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe McCready. How's it going, Lamar? Appreciate you having me on. How's it going, my brother? Doing fantastic, man. Had a great day. Started out with uh, 7 a.m. class. Oof, I miss I miss morning classes, man. But I did go to the gym today, got a good workout in, so it's something. Nice, nice. All right, man. Well, first and foremost, man, I'd like to, you know, extend my thanks one more time for coming on the show, man. I greatly uh, appreciate it. No problem. All right, man. Without further ado, if you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear about your jujitsu journey. All right. Yeah. So Joe McCready, um, 35 years old, just turned. Feels like a uh, monumental spot to get in life. But um, yeah, married, two kids, um, been doing jujitsu now for nine months and just just loving it, man. It's 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 honestly been life changing for me. So I'm I'm having a blast. I train. I don't know, anywhere between about two and five times a week. I'd like to be able to do more, but my work schedule, that's that's, that's what I can get out of it. So we're we're rocking with what we can get and uh yeah man loving it so far oh yeah man that that's awesome to hear man so how did you how did you find jujitsu or how did jujitsu find you so it's 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 a long and kind of unique story honestly um so i'm gonna take you back to the beginning you know i'm a fat i'm a fat teenager you know, I'm 16, 17, 18. I'm being, you know, made fun of. You know, my nickname was Fat Joe. So I had no knowledge of, you know, fitness or nutrition. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing or not doing. But I was doing all the wrong stuff. You know, I'm, I'm double fist and cheeseburgers. And, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good picture. So I, uh, I finally decided, man, you got you to get your shit together. And so um, I, I just started at first. I just started running. And then I you know, started eliminating food I knew I didn't need. You know, I didn't, I didn't know about macros or calories or I didn't, I didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, instead of ordering a bacon double cheeseburger with a side of cheese fries, I'd start going for, you know, just a, just a hamburger. And, you know, I knew I'm, I'm, I'm eliminating some calories here. And, and that worked. I went from probably about 220 just sloppy pounds down to about 170. Nice. But I was, yeah, it was, it was good, man. And it was like, you know, I, I saw this, it was a pretty short period of time, honestly. I just, I buckled down and did it. And that kind of set the hook in my mouth for, you know, putting in work and, and getting that benefit out of the back end. You know what I mean? That, mm-hmm the the reward of putting in effort so i was i was kind of hooked there um and then i but I, you know i, I was kind of skinny fat and uh, i didn't i didn't feel strong i didn't feel you know i felt better than when i was fat but now i just i, I was still not really in shape even though i had you know lost fat mm-hmm. 
So around that time, I kind of became more aware of MMA. Mm -hmm. um, you know, UFC was gaining popularity in the, in the mainstream. Um, so I got this like one inch thick MMA workout book. Um, a few guys have told me they got the same book and I, I just, you know, started reading it and trying to figure out different exercises to do. Um, and then I watched the movie. I don't know if you watched this, but uh, Never Back Down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I watched Never Back Down. I'm like, oh, this is this is cool, man. So I, you know, I, I wanted to do MMA or jujitsu or some sort of, com you know, combat sport. I, I wanted to do it in the worst way. But um, I had some limitations, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I, you know, I, I, I went out and I bought a thick rope and I hung it from a tree in my backyard and, uh, you know, got a tire to, to flip and to hit with a sledgehammer and started, you know, climbing ropes and, um, you know, all the stuff I saw and like never back down and <laughs> it sounds cheesy, but, you know, I'm a teenager and I'm like, this looks cool and. I want to be like that. So that's what I started doing, man. Um, and uh, so growing up, this is, this is where I guess my story is a little, a little unique is um, so growing up, my wife and I, we were born and raised in a, in a Christian cult. And um, I know this has nothing to do with jujitsu, but there's, there's relevance uh, that this context kind of will explain some stuff for. So, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I grew up in this really obscure Christian cult. There's only, you know, a, a handful of thousand members in the, in the whole United States. Um, so, so I'm positive you haven't met or heard of these people before. <laughs> um, and, and growing up in this environment, it seemed normal to you because it's, it's all you knew, but mm -hmm. um, you know, now that I'm out of it, it's, and you can look at it objectively. It's, it's pretty bizarre, but um, there was, there was some stuff that wasn't so crazy. And then there's other stuff that was, you know, we would go to church every day. Um, really couldn't have hobbies. So like growing up, I was never allowed to do team sports. I was never, you know, allowed to do individual sports. Sure. We'd play like pickup sports in the, you know, with our church friends and stuff, but nothing, nothing ever organized. We weren't allowed to do that. Um, couldn't go on vacations, couldn't go to restaurants, didn't have TV, radio, um, couldn't go to wow. college, couldn't date, couldn't. Um, I mean, honestly, we were pretty much like Amish with cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's it, really what it was like, man. So, um, you know, for a kid that wants to do contact or combat sports, and have that not be something that's on the menu that it sucked. I mean, and that's just, that's just one of a million things that as a kid, you know, you want to do that. Mm -hmm. I, that I wasn't allowed to do, you know, there was, there was just all, all the normal stuff that you can think of as a kid, you know, down to, you know, hanging out with school friends. That was an experience I had. So I, I finally, convince my dad that it would be okay if I, he was a boxing fan, you know, we, we didn't have a TV, so we couldn't ever like watch boxing together, which kind of bums me out that, you know, we, we, we missed out on that sort of stuff. That would be a normal, you know, father, son thing to do. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, I knew he was a boxing fan. So I knew this was, you know, I, I could kind of work that angle a little bit. And I explained jujitsu to him. And I had found this, this gym near where I worked. And there was like one class a week that I could make work. Um, it was a gi class. And the, the gym was, well, it was, it was out of a place called Sports Extreme. And um, the professor there, his name is Alexander Quintella. So shout out to Quintella Control Tactics in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Um, Alexander's a great guy. Um, Brazilian. So he was back then. This is uh, 2010 when I was 21. Um, I, start, I started going there and uh, I think he was pretty, pretty new to the country at that point. So his, his Portuguese was, was real hard to, or hard to understand. <laughs> he was, he was telling us what to do, but um, yeah, man. So there was like one class a week I could make and I would rush there from work, like changing in the car and I would get there right as class was about to start. And uh, I, I was only able to do it for, I'm trying to remember it's four to six months probably. Mm-hmm. And, um, in, in, in the group I grew up in, kind of your, your life path for a male was you were going to get out of high school. You were going to start working for a, a company owned by one of the church members. And um, you're going to, in your early 20s, you're probably going to get married um, to someone that you've, you know, it, it's not arranged marriage, but you, you, you don't get to date like would be normal so mm-hmm. that's that's an interesting interesting thing as well but um so yeah you get married in your early 20s and and by then you're expected to just be focused on on your career um the church you know being involved and that's it like it's bad enough to have have a hobby as a teenager but once you're married like you're supposed to be done with that stuff that's crazy. It is. It is. Um, I was. I was always uh, on the on the more rebellious side, though. So, um, but I, I had to quit doing jujitsu because I couldn't afford it. I I bought my first house at twenty one because I was you know I was dating my now wife, um, and. Yeah, the, the path was buy a house. So I, I bought a house and needed a bunch of work and I finances weren't there. So only got, you know, about four to six months of jujitsu in, but I knew doing it then you like this, like this, this works. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, you know, it was tough. It was tough to give up, but I hadn't really done it long enough that it was, I, you know, I had major investment into it. So kind of, kind of just accepted that I'm not going to be doing jujitsu. I think it's cool, but. It's out of reach. So, um, yeah, moved on from from running and, you know, my my never back down esque workouts to <laughs> kind of transitioned into into lifting. Um, my back started giving me problems from running. So I started lifting and. Um, that that kind of became my my therapy, you know, I didn't I didn't really have any outlets. We you weren't allowed to have them. And even me going to the gym, that was, that was kind of taboo. You weren't, you weren't supposed to do that. People wow. knew I did people. Yeah. People knew I did, 
but like the thing they don't want you to do, they, 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 they don't want you making friendships. You know what I mean? I go to the gym, I see you there. We start talking and then you're like, Hey man, let's go hang out, you know, Friday night. And you know, I, you know, at first maybe I say, no, I can't do that. And then after, you know, we, we keep talking and then me and you hang out and I'm not supposed to. And then, you know, you, you start telling me, Hey man, this group you're part of is crazy. And I leave. Right. So that's, that's the influence they don't want us having. Right. So you, you're not allowed to have any social networks outside of outside of the church. Um, so, yeah, I would I would go to the gym. It was kind of it was frowned upon, but it, I, I was I was pretty hard nosed about it. Just I'm doing this. Um, so I, I lifted pretty much every day for, you know, 12, 14 years. I don't even know exactly what the time frame was, but um, it was it was something that I knew I needed to, to keep my sanity, man. Like anytime, mm -hmm. if I'm, if I'm not working out, check in on me because yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing good. Um, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm working out, you know, my life's, my life's clicking along, but, um, so yeah, I, I lifted at the gym. I, I did forge some friendships, um, in the gym and it, it, made me understand that it, it gave me, you know, a little bit of light cracked through, which is what they don't want to have happen. And, you know, it did, you start, you start seeing things for what they are, you know, this isn't normal. And, mm -hmm. um, anyway, I don't, I don't want to go, I don't want to go down that, that rabbit hole too much. You know, obviously you can ask me whatever questions you want about it. I'm an open book, but, um, Eventually, though, lifting, I, I eventually got to the point where I did a men's physique competition um, in the NPC. If you've ever heard of that, it's um, so men's physique is I, I jokingly refer to it as men's bikini. It's the uh, it's the guys in the in, in the board shorts. You know, it's it's the kind of beach bod look is what you're going mm -hmm. for. Um, so I did I did one of those competitions in, tw in 2019. Um, heavily discouraged. You know, I, I, I had family that found out just days before the show, you know, I, I, I busted my ass for 16 weeks preparing for this and, you know, family days before is trying to, trying to tell me not to. And I, I went ahead and did it anyway. But, um, it just, the, the whole struggle through that made me realize just, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about fitness. I, I absolutely have to have it in my life to have any quality of life. Mm -hmm. You know, if I don't, if I don't work out, man, just the, the enjoyment of everything else goes down. So anyway, about, about a year and a half ago, October will be two years. Uh, my wife and I decided to leave this group. Um, and the, the, the difficult, you know, people, you might think, why don't you just leave earlier? Like what, why the heck would you stay? And the problem is, is, um, you, you lose a lot when you leave. So, mm -hmm. you know, none of, none of our families will have anything to do with us. Um, she has a brother that left a few years before us that lives in Canada. So that's, that's nice. She's got, you know, she's got him. I've got a couple cousins. I've got a couple old friends and actually, um, one of my best friends that, that left when he was in his early twenties, he, he, um, you know, kind of helped facilitate us leaving because he offered me a job. So, you know, that, 
I don't have any college education. Um, so there's, you know, it's a little tougher to, you know, find a job. And, uh, that's, that's one of the things that, that keeps you there as well as the fact that you're losing, you know, the majority of the people, you know, and have in your life, you, you got to yeah. shut that off. So it was a tough decision to come to. Um, but my wife and I finally decided we got to do this. We it's, it's non-negotiable. So yeah, October, two years ago, coming up in two years ago, we, we just you know, sent an email to the family, um, sold my house and moved to Maryland. Cause that's where the job was. So this is where it gets back to jujitsu. So getting back on track. <laughs> um, so then, uh, I realized, you know, Hey man, there's, there's stuff opening back up to you. So jujitsu was one of the things it was like, that was, it was always in the back of my mind as something that I, I wanted to do. And, um, so I, I looked up, you know, I just Google searched around, found rising tide, reached out and initially spoke to Stephen Miller there. He's a black belt that trains out of their, uh, he teaches out of their Columbia location. Um, great guy. And he, you know, I spoke to him about the, about the program. And unfortunately at that time, there was no classes that really worked with my work schedule. So I was like, oh man, you know, just put a pin in it. Hopefully someday. Right. And then, uh, a few months go by and I got a promotion and my work, my work schedule changed. And, you know, about a month into it, I had a light bulb go off. I'm like, Oh, now that your schedule is different, maybe we can take another look at jujitsu. So yeah, October of last year, went back into rising tide and signed up and here we are. So that, that was my long circuitous route to, uh, <laughs> to, to where I am now, man. But I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. It's like jujitsu has replaced lifting as my passion. You know, it's mm -hmm. like lifting, lifting was my passion. It was, you know, I, I could talk about it all day long. I loved helping write meal plans for people and stuff like that, writing workout splits. Um, but jujitsu, it gives me everything that I had with lifting. Plus, you know, I can do it with my kids, which is you know freaking awesome. Um, oh yeah, it's I go with my nine-year-old daughter. She goes to Rising Tide as well, and you know that that's the highlight of my week. So that's 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 how I'm here, man. So just just loving it. Yeah, man. That, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I've I mean, I guess I've heard of like you know like religious cults before, but never really like dove deep into it. And um, you know, I've had a friend who was you know Amish and whatnot. He he doesn't train anymore, but he used to train. Uh, he he stopped that blue belt. But yeah, man, it's it's just it's just crazy. Like I don't plan on doing that. I'm not gonna answer more right here, but I don't plan on doing that. I wasn't gonna laugh until you laugh, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, I just you know, heck, I'm only a white belt, so I got no room to talk. But you know, I just I, I've I've heard this the stereotype, so yeah, that you know everyone quits that blue belt. I mean, we yeah. need, that's a that's a whole other topic, man. I don't I I don't get, but my my instructor <laughs> he kind of explained it to me like the bees, like you know the simplest way to look at it as a lot of people that start jujitsu and that quits that blue belt never really had much of a, I guess you want to say like accomplishments in life. They feel like once they get to that next level, they accomplish something. So they usually just stop. 
So I'm like, well, that's one that's one way to look at it, but yeah, it's an I, interesting perspective. I couldn't look at it that way. I think it's with me when um like because when I started training, it's you know, when it came to like work, my I mean my story was the same way. You know, I, I would have to, you know, I'll find a job. You know, I started doing martial arts, really fell in love with it, had to find a job, conflicting schedules. Every single time. I, I didn't been I didn't think I didn't train at like about three or four gyms. And each time I had to stop because of you know work conflicts. So when I found out about uh H2O where I'm at now, you know, there's like you know, classes are Tuesdays and Thursdays and this, this, and that. And I think I was I think I did jujitsu for like maybe like two months before I started working again. And I was like, Yeah, I, I can't I cannot give these days up. Yeah. So since like since I've made that like standpoint, I've never had like a job. If I did work on a Tuesday and Thursday, I had to be off at a certain time. No exceptions. Yeah, it's I mean, I think the I think the return on investment is there too. It's um yeah, it's when you when you are non-negotiable with something health and fitness related, I I strongly believe it pays off in your productivity and all all other areas. So, you know, I've always said if I had to, if I had to cut things out for time or money, um, I'm going to, I'm going to get pretty low before I start cutting out things like, like health and fitness, because you need, you need to stay on top of that. Yeah, man. Like you said, it's that, it's that outlet, dude. Like no matter what, I, I can't give up jujitsu. Yeah. Like I can I cannot. I don't care if I'm hurt, tired, body beat up, like I'm going to class. That I was gonna say that come <laughs> that even comes down to individual classes, man, because like you have those days. I I I'll say all the time, you know, you have those days when just my I don't know if you're allowed to say this on your show, but my inner bitch comes out, man. It's like <laughs> Alarm goes off at 6 a.m. and you're you're feeling beat up and just man that bed feels so good and you need it. It's like you gotta yeah. you gotta just tell yourself you you need this. It's not that it this isn't something you're just doing because it's fun. It's you you need this. So get your ass up and go. Right. Cause it so it's definitely it, oh go ahead. No, I was going to ask you. I'm interested in hearing how how you balance. Do you have a job outside of teaching? It seems like you do. And you know what is that? And how do you how do you balance it? I'm interested. In, I, I'm I'm just being kind of new to it. I'm interested in how how people that teach. Um, I mean, because frankly, long term for me, I would love to be involved with something like that. Even you know, kids. It's. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, my my passion with fitness largely was when I could help someone else out, and yeah. if I could if I could translate that, you know, down the road into jujitsu, that would be awesome. So I'm just I'm interested to hear from you, kind of the how you personally you, your your work jujitsu teaching balance looks like. Um, well, I know I never really no one ever asked that, but um. Yeah, man. Well, it's like, like I said, when I started, when I started training, um, like I said, it was a couple months before I had started a new, uh, started my new job, and it was like I wasn't taking anything that cut into that time. So, 
because I started to see some of the benefits, like the the the, the mental health benefits of doing jujitsu. How you know I was just feeling like every single day after coming from class, and I was like, yeah, no, this is this is what I have to do now. So I guess so. And when it comes to like teaching, I fell into teaching um, kind of like randomly because I never really saw myself as an instructor. Um, so it was just, you know, I would always be at kids class because I always, I just loved the sport. So I was helping my instructor out, teach the kids class. So it was like, all right. Uh, he pulled me to the side one day. He was like, how do you feel like running kids class? Um, from here on out, I'm like, uh, sure. I don't mean, I sure, whatever. So, you know, we started with, you know, started teaching kid cla- uh, kids class and, Honestly, I can say that's when the first time jujitsu really opened up for me, because when you're talking kids, you know, the attention, you know, the attention span is only about that big. (laughs) So having to take one technique like an arm bar and break it down to so many bits to make it stretch for like a 45 minute class. Cause that's how he was like, you know, he's like, don't, you know, don't overload them. Just give them a little warm up and give them a technique to rep the whole class. I'm like, okay. How in the hell do I stretch an arm bar to 45 minutes? But that gives, but that, you know, that was the challenge that I had to come up with because it was like, if this is what I want to do, I got to figure it out. So figuring out how to ways to break down techniques to, you know, to make them extend the class made me see a lot more stuff when it comes to my own game is like, Oh, I didn't never thought about, setting up an arm bar this way or setting up a whatever this way. But yeah, just that's really my balance, man. It's like Tuesdays and Thursdays are off limits. Everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Tuesdays and Thursdays are forbidden days. Like do not yeah, call that, and actually do anything on those days. That's how I always was with, you know, the gym, man. It was like, <laughs> you want me to, act, you want me to do what you want me to do something else instead of go to the, no, I'm going to go to the gym first and then we can talk about doing that other thing after, but this, no, that's, that's set in concrete in my schedule. That's, that's not moving. That's how I always was, but yeah, it's, it it's funny. Much. It's funny you talk about kids classes though, man, because to me teaching and the, the, the difference between a, a good and a great teacher is how they can articulate the topic. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you, you listen to people like John Danaher, or Gordon Ryan, or whoever it is, and they all have their different way of of articulating the the issue at hand, right? The problem we're solving today is this, and the way they're able to to break that down and communicate it, you know, that's that makes a great teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a quote I can't remember who said it, but there's something like. Uh, if you can't explain it to a five-year-old, you don't understand it. I'm probably completely butchering that, but you know, the, the point, the point still stands that if right. you, if you can't communicate that idea to a, you know, to a five-year-old, do you really have a grasp of it in your own head? Mm-hmm. Because if you truly understood that thing, you should be able to communicate it to a, to a five-year-old. And, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, it's it's funny watching the kids' classes, just all the mayhem that goes down. 
so much chaos. Yep. <laughs> so much chaos. But I'm, it's the funny thing about that. Um, we talk about that a lot here on, on the show about, you know, like teaching kids and stuff, because that's a, I feel like that's a big pivotal part of jujitsu is, you know, teaching kids versus teaching adults in some, in some aspects. But um, I've, I've seen on forums, I've seen on like, you know, Reddit, Instagram posts or whatever about people saying like their instructor approached them to teach kids class and they're like mad about it or like, man, I don't want to teach kids. I want to da, 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 da. And I'm like, dude, that's, should be an honor to be approached to teach a kid's class because your instructor sees that you have a good grasp of jujitsu enough to be like, okay, I'll, you can shape and mold these kids to understand this, you know, understand this, you know, like I can. So I've been teaching kids, I've been teaching kids class since blue belt. And you know, then that rolled over to like, hey, you think you can have those um handle adult class? And it's like, uh, what? So now, you know, I teach I teach more regularly now. So and you yeah. you enjoy the, the teaching aspect of jujitsu? Yeah, man. I, I love I love teaching jujitsu. Love teaching jujitsu. That's awesome, man. It's it's like you're 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 sharing you're sharing something that means a lot to you. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. how I always was with you know fitness. It's it's um, you know if I could if I could help someone else understand a little bit about something, I'm I'm always pumped to be involved in. You know, that's that's cool. So yeah, man, I get it. And it got to the point where, like I said, I at first I was like, man, I don't I don't see myself being an instructor. Or whatever to like now, like I said, I'm I'm run, you know I'm running classes, running kids classes, and and I'm trying to find more ways to to express jujitsu like with this podcast, and still think like okay, what more can I do? What more can I do to make sure jujitsu is getting out there? Because yeah, I I fell in love with it early, and it's stuck with me, and I, I can't shake it. <laughs> like my whole how long, life how long have you been doing it? Uh, it's been six years. Yeah, it's been six years. Nice, man. That's awesome. It's, uh, you know, it, it, for me, there's, there's, there's part of me that's bummed that, you know, I'm, um, nine months in at 35, but, um, you know, there's a saying the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. And the, the next best time is right now. So right now, yeah, yeah, yep. you, you gotta, you gotta start that clock ticking. And what yeah. you're saying about getting kids into it, I, you know, I think that's, part of it as well is if you don't if you don't get kids in young and now you, you're not going to have the, the the people in in five years that have been doing it for five years right you need to mm-hmm. you need to have those people at at all those different stages so bringing in getting adoption is is definitely important and i i, I think that i think the sport of jujitsu has a, a ton of growth potential you know it's, yeah man for sure for sure like um, I've uh, we were talking about this uh, um, a few nights ago with a couple of my uh, training partners, and we were just talking about like um, how we look at jujitsu when we first started. You know, you had like the instructional DVDs, you had all this stuff where you had to go like search on these great quests to find videos about jujitsu if you haven't recorded it from or got it from somebody else. To the point to like now you can type in jujitsu technique and 50 million pages come up about jujitsu. <laughs> yep. I mean, just the wealth of knowledge on YouTube alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't scroll any social media without seeing some type of technique. Yep. 
And, TikTok, uh, Instagram, or Facebook, it's jujitsu everywhere. For, for me, I got to not get distracted by the flashy stuff, you know? <laughs> oh, like, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that, that looks so cool. And I'm like, I'm watching this thing just, you know, 15, 20 times over trying to figure out. So what happened? That, what, what, what did he do? <laughs> but uh, man, yeah, I need to, so I need, I need to stay in my lane. Man, jujitsu. I mean, YouTube University for jujitsu, man, is so dangerous. Cause like you yeah. see the stuff and you like, oh, I know I can do that. <laughs> I mean, there has, there has been some stuff that I've you know seen that's that's definitely been beneficial. So I'm not I'm not knocking it either. But um, oh, yeah. it's funny. It, going back to what you're saying about the the, the blue belt and quitting. Um, mm -hmm. One thing I, I mean, I'm I'm super thankful that I did invest all those years lifting. Um, there's there's a there's a bunch of stuff I've taken away from it besides you know just having a, a, a bit of lean tissue on my body um um with you know which which obviously some size does help and strength with jujitsu but you know there's also things like um you know body mechanics and and knowing how to position yourself to generate power and obviously there's there's a ton of stuff specifically with jujitsu and you know how to how to apply that power to another body is different than trying to, you know, just pick something heavy up or to mm -hmm. push something heavy away from you. But the, the principles still largely apply about, you know, the body mechanics and when you are or aren't going to be able to generate force. Um, so th that, mm -hmm. those things, those things help. Um, but then also just, just the immersion into a sport and a, pursuit that you can't buy or expedite results too much it's yes. they're they're long processes and you know if you're going to become a black belt you, you got to buckle in for a long ride a long ride. The, the same the same thing with with you know trying to if you want to try and compete in in bodybuilding or um, you want to change your physique in any meaningful way. That's, it's a long ride. And Man. so that I, I'm really thankful for, there's a couple things. They're kind of cliche, but a couple things that lifting has given me, um, one being to, this took me so long to, to capture this for myself, but to enjoy the process, you know, it's, I'm a one stripe white belt. And man, getting that stripe, that felt that felt amazing, right? Yeah. But I don't I try to not you know, obviously you're always you're always wanting to to level up. That's if you're if you're at all competitive, you're wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. Um but I've through lifting, I learned to focus on what I can control. And yeah, yeah I can I can I can control my technique i can control what i research i can control um work you know things like working on my cardio my nutrition there's there's a whole there's a whole ton of things within your control so um you know for for a long time lifting i would you know i'd want to have put on more size or whatever that that goal is i was i was chasing that so intensely that I wasn't enjoying my workouts. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt like this is stupid. I'm not getting anywhere fast enough. 
but I was still, you know, had that bit in my teeth. I'm still going for it, but I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. And when I started to really see results was when I, when I stepped back and I was like, you know what? I enjoy this lifestyle. I enjoy eating healthy. I enjoy going and, uh, you know, lifting heavy weights. And I enjoy the, the people I'm, I'm with at the gym that have a, a similar mindset. And like, I, I enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to wait till I accomplish some physique goal or weight goal or whatever that is to enjoy the process of being a healthy person. Right. I'm doing that today. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, cho- I'm choosing the right food. I'm doing the workout. So when I, when I started to enjoy that process, that was when I really started to make results. And I feel like the same thing somewhat applies to jujitsu in that you can only focus on, on, on what you can control and, um, or you, you should only focus on what you control in my opinion. And, um, you know, the results, the improvement will come from that. So, you know, for yeah. me, I'm just, I'm just trying to be, enjoy being the guy that's getting smashed. <laughs> so uh, there's, there, there's days when enjoying that is tough, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, enjoy, enjoy these early days of being a white belt. You know, I plan to be looking back on this in a few years and thinking how funny it is that I was that guy. So heck I'm here now. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, man. It, I couldn't agree more. Um, and it took me doing jujitsu to like really learn, um, like, like you said, you uh, only trying to only can focus on what you can control. Uh, you know, learning, you know, patience and learning to, you know, trust the process. Cause you know, we always say like, you know, some days you go into the gym, you're the hammer. Some days you're the nail. <laughs> and some days it feels like you're the nail a lot. Yes. <laughs> so, so, cause I, you know, I can, I can openly admit, man, I've, I've had some, some, some shitty days in the gym, even if I'm going to like, you know, going training or going to like planet fitness, man, there's been days where it's just like, I'll go in and I just, I don't feel like I can do nothing. Yep. And then yep. some days I feel like I can move the whole goddamn world. So, um, but yeah, just, to, um, you know, just thinking about that, like how I, I walked into this gym, not knowing what well, I knew of jujitsu, but I never knew what jujitsu was to like, okay, let's figure this. Let's, let's, let's see how, how, how long we can, you know, ride this out. I was giving myself a couple months. Like I, I, I was like, yeah, I'll see that. I'll dabble for months at time. Yeah, I'll dabble in and see what happens, you know. So then it was just like I started training more. It went from I'll go when I'll go to like, okay, let's see if I can be consistent for. Let me let's see if I can be a consistent for a week. Then it turned to two weeks. Then it turned to four weeks, and then you know, time goes on. I see, I get my first stripe, and it's like, oh, okay. So like that it's felt a good. fast. Yeah, that felt nice. I was like, oh, that felt <laughs> nice. And then you know, down the line, the second one came, and I end up that's like not long after I got my second stripe, I saw my instructor get his black belt. So that really was just like, oh yeah, I'm in this for a long haul. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's funny, man. It, it's like I'm up. I follow uh, you know the the, the Brazilian 
guy I talked about earlier, Alexander Contella. Um, you know, I follow him on on Instagram, and um, the other day he he posted. I noticed there's a, there's a guy there that uh, you know, he was he might have been a, a blue belt at the time when I was when I was training back there. I'm like, oh hey, you know, there he's he's still training. He's a black belt now. And it's like that's it's it's cool to see the to see the fruition of someone that's gone from, you know, to, to, to see the whole process. That's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been really honestly like life changing. Like I was saying earlier, um, it, it kind of, when I got back into it in October last year, it was, the timing was just, it, the timing was just right. Um, it was, it was, it's kind of been like a catalyst for, for a lifestyle change that I, I both, I needed it. And honestly, like at that time I was looking for it. So it just, mm-hmm. it, it, it worked. So, um, you know, it was like, I was, I was finally in the driver's seat in my life, but, um, you know, it, it might sound corny, but man, I, I want to, I want to, look in the mirror every morning and I want to respect what I see, you know, like I want to, I want to be able to look at myself and know that I'm, I'm, I'm handling my business. I'm, um, a good example for my kids. Um, I'm able to provide, I'm able to, you know, defend myself and my family. Um, you know, you, again, sounds corny, but you, you look at guys like Jocko or, um, cam haynes or you know any any of these these guys and it's like that's that's the kind of man that uh you know i i, I respect and mm-hmm. you know I, i'd like to have that that same level of respect for myself and if i'm gonna get there i'm gonna have to work yeah so you know that was kind of that was kind of my mindset when i when i was like hey let's let's we can do jujitsu now um you know i just i, I just wanted to, to level up kind of in all areas of my life. Um, and, um, so yeah, I started doing jujitsu and a month into it, man, I was like, I'm trying to get up for class in the morning and (laughs) I was drinking bourbon last night. Mm. I was drinking a lot of bourbon and, you know, I go to class and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm dying here. Like I, I can't do this. So yeah, a month, a month into jujitsu, I, I quit drinking a hundred percent. Um, and that's coming from someone that drank a lot. You know, it's funny going back to the group I was in, that was the only vice we were allowed to have. It's, it's a weird one. You even start drinking from about, you know, 16, 17 years old with full knowledge of your parents. It's, you know, and you're drinking, you're drinking hard alcohol. So it, it uh, wow. I, I, I've, I've drank a lot for a long time and one month of jujitsu said, Nope, you're done. Um, so it really yeah, shows you who you really are <laughs> it, man it showed it showed me i wasn't half of what i thought i was and uh so yeah a month in i, I it it forced me to quit drinking but when i said say you know when i say forced me i also like i like i said I'm, i was trying to level up i you know i just i know i'm not doing the stuff i'm supposed to i know i'm not i, I know i'm not um you know making the progress in, in my life that i should be that i want to be so I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to fine tune and, and get better, man. Um, so yeah, I quit drinking and since starting jujitsu and stopping drinking, I dropped 35 pounds, like without even nice. trying, man. Yeah. 
So, you know, I, I tracked macros for years. I can, you know, I can eyeball 32 grams of peanut butter, pretty spot on. Uh, but you know, I haven't been tracking food. So I've just, it, it's been just such a positive impact, man, across the board. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, kind of raving about it here, but it really has been, it really has been like the, the, the best thing that I've encountered in my life in a long time. So I'm giving it its yeah, due. Man. I mean, you got, you, you kind of have to, man, because it's jujitsu. Like I said, it, it, it shows, it shows a, a side of you that you, you kind of had an idea that was there, but you didn't know how like prevalent it was, you know, like, uh, for example, like with me, I, I like I've always loved jujitsu. I've always, you know, I, I took training serious, but then it's like, okay, I'm I'm a brown belt now. I'm, you know, I'm slowly creeping up to black belt, and I'm talking about like, oh, I want to compete now. And just looking at, you know, the the people that I've talked to, the people that I've seen and watched, and the level of um, the level that they go to the train hard to, for these, for their competitions. And a part of me was like, okay, if I'm not taking it that serious, then I shouldn't be doing it. So I, I had to change a lot of stuff about myself. Like, you know, when it's, when I'm, when I'm, you know, when I'm training, I, I push myself. Like I try to make sure I'm staying in the gym. I'm standing, you know, staying on the mats, making sure I'm learning everything I can. Always trying to find ways to better myself because like I, I know I can do it. Especially now, because you know, I I went from like two forty, I'm back down to like two twenty three now. I think some some teetering in there, but I feel a whole lot better, you know, because of it. And like you said, I'm starting. You started to look at yourself and was like, okay, I like that. I'm starting to like that guy right there. Yeah, yeah, and man, it, like, it feels you good. Start pushing yourself even harder. Like, okay, let's see if I can make that even better. So, yeah, it's um, man, it's. It's it's about momentum. Um, once you get started, it's so much easier to 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 keep something like that going. But getting it started, it's like a, you know, it's like a flywheel, the flywheel effect. It, it takes so much effort to start a, an exercise program or start jujitsu. You know, it's 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 such an intimidating hurdle that it takes so much effort to start. But once you start, as long as you just keep it going, that the, you know that momentum can take you a long way. Yeah, it gets to the point where it nags you if you don't go. <laughs> Dude, that's that's so true. That's so true, man. My 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 brain will be the first thing to speak of and let me know I haven't. Uh, it's been too long since I worked out, man. It's it's like therapy, and it's funny. Jujitsu, you you're not going to be distracted. You know, there was plenty of days I went to the gym to lift, and my head is in a completely different spot. Yeah, that doesn't happen when someone's trying to strangle you. No, <laughs> yeah. your mind, your mind might wander for a split second in a safe spot, but you know, it's only going over to the other side of the room. It's not going, it's not going farther. It's not going, you're it's not, not going too far. No, you're, 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 you're stuck until, until that round's over. That's like, uh, that's like yesterday. Um, me and one of our training partners, he's a, he's also a brown belt and we were uh, rolling and I, end up in tur like he ended up in turtle i was in top and like you said for that split second i took my mind off of what i was doing and when i blinked we rolled and i somehow ended up in 50 50. <laughs> now 
with him, he can find a leg lock from anywhere. It's it amazes me that he can find a leg lock from anywhere. And as soon as we landed in 50-50, we looked at each other, and I'm just in my mind like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, like, scrambling to fight to get the leg lock, but... Yeah, man, it just it's just crazy how like how ins like you know as soon as you instantly take your mind off something, you just end up in a bad spot in like yep. a heartbeat. Yeah, but man, it's mentally though it's it's um it's it's one of those few things that I have in my week that you know demands your absolute attention. Right? It's like if I looked at anything I was doing at any other point through the week there's the opportunity for your mind to wander for you to, you know, be thinking about what's stressing you out or what's pissing you off or um, the next thing you got to do or whatever, whatever it is, man. But um, yeah, did you, you know, when you, for that hour, when you're on the mats or whatever, you know, you're, you're doing, you're rolling or whatever, your mind is, your mind is at the task, you know, it's on the task at hand. It's not. So that's, those periods of my week are the only time I, I have that. I don't know if it's it's like that for you, but oh, jiu-jitsu yeah. is the only thing I have that that's all you're thinking about right then. Man, I, I swear I have the most loving, abusive relationship with this sport. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like no matter what, man, it's like I'll, I'll have those days like, dude, I do not feel like going to class. I'm so tired. I'm so beat up. I'm I'm mentally not there. And then I show up. And I'm getting dressed, still complaining <laughs> on the I mats. Bet. And then it's like, oh, nope, time to go. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. I'm here now. So and I bet go. I bet you've never had a day when you you almost didn't go, but you went and then you regretted it. I bet you've never had one of those. Never. Never. So I always, you know, that was another thing I, I would tell myself back when I lifted was I mean, I, I still lift, I should say that, but um just not not like the uh, frequency I used to, um, mm-hmm. but I would I would always tell myself just just try, uh, you know I'd, I'd make a deal with myself go to the gym show up if you get there and you're not feeling it I'll let you go home, and you don't you go there right. and now that I'm there I'm gonna do it, so you know I, I try and carry that over to jujitsu man just shut up don't think about it get in the car go to class doesn't matter that you're sore promise you that when you leave you're gonna be glad you went. Just go, just to see. Just go. Happens. You're gonna be glad you went. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, man. And it's, it, like you know, even to, even to see the people there, like it's um, one thing I like about it is similar to to gym culture. Um, it's all people that are you know it's it it's very diverse. It's mm-hmm. you know you have people from all walks of life and socioeconomic statuses and what have you, but um, it's all people there that are courageous enough to do something that's tough and they're generally pretty driven people. Um, they're not scared of some hard work. Um, so I, I think that's pretty cool. And, you know, you, you always have good conversation and meet some new friends and whatnot at the, you know, you go to the gym. So go, yeah. go to class, man. Yeah, just get up and go. No matter what you feel like, just get up and go. Because nine times out of ten, you're gonna hate yourself if you don't go. Yeah, and I, man, I, I, I try and encourage people to try it too. It's maybe it's not for you, but check it out. Maybe it'll change your life. 
I just definitely changed mine. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it seems like uh, you know most people that do jujitsu they have a similar kind of um, outlook on it. That this was mm -hmm. this is a pretty big deal. Yeah. So it's like it's always one of those like man, this is probably one of the like the best decisions I've made. I can say that I've made in my life that was like not bad. Yeah, it's got, it's got a lot of net benefits, man. So, oh yeah, and yeah, like I was saying earlier, I'd love to, I'd love to at some point be be involved in it in some way. You know, it, again, it's 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 always been rewarding to me to um, help people improve themselves, especially in a physical, you know, in their in their health, because that it's something that means a lot to me because I was I was that person. You know, I was yeah. that I was that fat kid that hated it, didn't know what to do about it. Um, so, you know, there, there's been some people that I've worked with in the past to to help them, you know, lose weight or whatever. And it's always it's always been super rewarding. So I'd love to um, I'd love to get involved with with helping helping the jujitsu community at, at, at some point in my life. But I'm a white belt. So we'll uh, we'll put a pin in that for now. And and uh <laughs> Stay in our lane till it's time to pitch in. Hey man, you never know, man. You never know, man. You might meet someone as a white belt and change their lives, dude. You don't you, you don't need to be higher in the ranks to to do that. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, no, I, I I get that. I'm 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 being a little facetious, but um yeah, just I, I, I would love to, you know, I plan on this being a long term thing in my life. Honestly, it's, I, I don't, I don't see myself stopping. It gives me everything that I wanted from lifting. Plus I feel like it's something that I'm going to be able to do with longevity a lot more than, than lifting. Um, mm -hmm. I can do it with my kids. So, that, you know, the, the time use isn't selfish quite in the same way as, as you may look at it with just, you know, you going to the gym by yourself. Um, and, you know, even just, man, knowing how to defend yourself. It's, um, yeah. it's a crazy world out there and you know, it's, it's, it's better to, um, it's like a fire extinguisher, man. It's better to have it, not need it than you need, need it, it not have it. Cause right. you know, when, if, if, if violence, if violence comes up on you, it's not going to give you warning and, uh, you can't then go train for five years. No, you know, time, <laughs> time out, right. time out. I haven't trained for this. Right. You know, it's it's too late at that point. So, um, you know, the, the, the benefits with, with being able to handle yourself as well, I think are, are huge with this. Oh yeah, man. I, and I, I can't, I mean, we can talk for another two, three hours about like all the benefits that jujitsu have, have had in just this little short amount of span, man. Cause you know, just truth be told, I've talked about this before, man. Jujitsu have not only saved my life and saved my marriage. Um, you know, my now, like my wife trains now. Well, she trains more consistent now. My daughter, she trains. And when my youngest gets old enough, she'll start training. Uh, how old's your, so, how old your youngest? Uh, she's three. I got a four year old, and I'd like to, she's crazy, man. I'd like to start her soon. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working on my wife a little bit. She's, she's expressed interest. Um, she's a little, little hesitant. Haven't, totally rooted out why but i think i just need to get her in some trial classes and have her yeah. uh have her experience it and that's and that's funny that's how like my wife kind of how, how she kind of got into it like um i would go 
And, you know, there'll be some days I'll actually, like, you know, you want to tag along? And she's like, yeah, sure. Never had no interest in learning jujitsu. So one day we were working something and my instructor was walking around showing everybody the technique and he walked over to her. It was like, come on, you know, you, you can try it. So she's like, oh, no, 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 no. He's like, no, come on, try it. So she tried the technique and next thing you know, boom, we found her a gi. So yep. <laughs> she seems to that little nudge. Honestly, it's 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 kind of funny to admit, but one of the one of the hardest things for me in um, and this is a lot easier to deal with at at thirty five than even it was at twenty one. But one of the one of the hardest things for me is is being a beginner at something. You know, you yeah, you get into your thirties, and it, it it's been a while since you were a beginner at something, right? So mm-hmm. to to re experience that feeling of I'm completely lost. You know, it, it does something to you. It does. <laughs> so it that's, does. It, it's cool, man. It, um, I, I feel like it kind of, it, it rewires your brain to a certain degree. You know, you're, you're, you're forcing new, new pathways in your brain. And, and, you know, there's, there's, there's something about that, that, uh, you know, just, it, it's got such mental benefits. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like I said, we could talk about that for hours, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So Joe, we have a staple here at Talking Just Podcast, man. We ask everybody who comes on the show, um, your top three people, man. Who would you love to get a chance to roll with? Love to get a chance to roll with, um, man. That's a that's a great question. I don't have any. Uh, I, I wish. I wish I had some locked and loaded here. Um, I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, Gordon Ryan would be. It'd be. It'd be fascinating to just see what that. What that feels like, man. Just, you know, the the goat. See what. See how that cookie crumbles. Um, yeah. And uh, this is probably a white belt answer, but I'd love to. I'd love to roll with John Danaher. I, I really enjoy his again, going back to it, the art, the articulation style he has, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he, he puts out these principles and concepts that you know, kind of explain the, the architecture behind something and, you know, behind, you know, how, how this problem is getting solved. And for some reason, I just, I, I enjoy that. So I would, I would like to roll with John and, uh, have him, have him break some, some, some stuff down. Um, and then, uh, I think finally I'd like to, I'd like to roll with, uh, Nicky Ryan. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. he looks interesting and, uh, his, his IQ is, his IQ is pretty fascinating. I, yeah, man. I was just about to say that his IQ on, on the mats is, is, is crazy, dude. Like those are the type of people like I I I like Gordon Ryan, you know, Danaher, uh Nikki. Um, I love those guys. I love their 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 concept and philosophy with jiu-jitsu. Like I do, I would love to roll with them, but I just would like to just have like sit down and have like a, a good conversation with them about jujitsu. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I would I would pay to do that. You would uh you'd you'd learn you'd learn a ton in a short period. Yeah. Cause he, cause you, I, I know that, um, just you know, just from how they handle the situation, you know, handle their 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 training, their there's you know their 
their team dynamic, their their gym lifestyle, everything, dude. Just it's it's so it's so amazing because like you know, like you know, we you train with these guys every single day, you you um you learn it from these guys and you just develop this system that everyone in the gym can hit. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool, man. It's very cool. Yeah, Joe. So if you got any other questions for me, man, by all means, fire away. If not, man, I would love for you to shout out your school. Um, if you got anything coming up uh, that you would like to let the world know, man, the floor is all yours. All right. Well, I don't I don't I don't really have anything coming up except for, you know, just going to class. But um, yeah, man, rising tide. I had to I had to represent with the shirt today. If you're ever no, like, near, like uh, we're in the Baltimore, Maryland area. So if you're ever in that neck of the woods, um, you know, I think I think it's always good to have some some fresh meat come through and uh, see some new faces. So check it out. And um, yeah, I, I did have a question for you. So, like, if you had to go back to Lamar in his first few months of doing jujitsu, mm-hmm. what would you tell him? Top three: do or don't do. Ooh, five. Ooh, three months in. Just it, uh, you know. Early on, what would you what would you go on? back and what advice would you go back and give to yourself early on? You know, I'm just looking for tips here, man. I mean, no, that's a good question because I, I know one thing I would tell myself to do is actually could start competing earlier. Um, com- yeah, compete early and compete often. Um, don't be afraid to take on bigger challenges because one thing about me was when it came to like jujitsu, I was always timid about the bigger guys. Even though I, I even though I was a big guy, I was I was still kind of hesitant to roll with like really, really roll with like some of the bigger guys in the class. And it was like I wish I would have like had that mindset that I have now about it. But you know, it's like I said, it's, you know, you're early on in, in your career, so you really wouldn't be thinking like that. Um, man, honestly, that's really just it, man. Just really just go and just, just, just go for it. Like, you know, obviously they'll see, they'll be doing this for a long time, but just, just go, man. Just soak up everything you can. Um, don't take nothing that you're learning for granted. Um, I, I, which I never did, but I'm just saying like, don't take nothing that you learn from granted and just learn as much as you possibly can. Yeah, man, it's like for, um, didn't forget about it halfway through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like honestly, I'm 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 a little obsessed with with it now. It's uh, I'm I'm having a blast and filling a lot of my spare time with you know watching videos and and it's, I'm I'm having a ton of fun. Yeah, man, it it consumes you, man. It consumes you in ways that you never would have thought. Never would have thought like. You know, I when I first started jujitsu, I was like, yeah, this is cool, whatever. To like now, I something on me is going to represent jujitsu. Never fails. Something on my person is going to represent jujitsu <laughs> in one shape or form or another. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet, but uh, yeah, man, it's 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 a cool, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool thing to be part of. Yeah, man. But I, I, man, I do appreciate you coming on, man, telling your amazing story. And um, I will definitely be keeping in contact with you, man. I would love to hear how 
how everything going with you. And once you get your wife into tra uh, to training, you know, you guys can come back and talk about it. Yeah, me and my nine year old, we shook hands the other night that we were gonna be, you know, we were gonna become black belts together. So uh, might as well get the rest of the family involved since this is gonna my be a egg, long time. Might as thing. well, man. Yeah, yeah. might as well. <laughs> awesome, man. That's Thanks for having man. me on. Not a problem. And that's the end of today's episode. I would love to thank Joe one more time for coming on the show uh, and bless us with his jujitsu knowledge. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to stay updated on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day.